Hello, Pesto Posse. Welcome to episode 45 of Pesto Pete's podcast. I am your host, Pesto Pete, coming to you remote, but not like terribly remote, four doors down. I'm down with my loyal co-host, Thirsty Mofo. Hey, and Pete. we are, hey, hey Thirsty. Hey, thanks for, whoop, thanks whoop, for coming whoop, down. Whoop. Thanks for making the trek down of the new man cave. The newest man cave in the neighborhood, which yeah. happens to be yours. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Um, just a little um, engineering um, update. We have a little bit of background music going tonight. Hopefully well, Kid Rock. Okay. Kid Rock. I, I don't know if they can hear, our listeners can hear it, but... I'm liking it. A little bit of background music. It's a little hollow in here because we are in your man cave, and you'll explain that in a second. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's all good. We did have a um, technicality or a technical difficulty with the um, tablet, so we decided to uh, record on my iPhone, which we're doing now, and I'm sure it'll be fine. But So we're going to have a little trivia contest at the end of the uh, podcast. So you've got to identify... What type of vehicle this is when you hear the door close? <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, If anyone gets that, and feel free to send us your answer at pestopeatspodcast at gmail.com, all you listeners in Kabul. But uh, <laughs> I think somebody might get that, but Kachunk. I don't know. I don't That's know. A it's, a kachunk. Kachunk. it's a Kachunk. All right. If you don't know the model and the make, the make model, the year. Just get us the year. Just give a year. Get so, yeah, so the, yeah we're here in your new man cave, dude. So kind of give me a give me a feel for for what's going on in the cave. Um, um, yeah, the cave, the cave. So uh, so it's not your typical cave. No, no. But I'm, I'm liking cave. it. So, no, so, no, it's good. You know, as the kids uh, took over the house, I got moved out of the basement, which used to be the man cave. And the workshop, you know, kind of get pressed out of that because... Uh, you know, we got projects going on in there. Oh, big projects. So I expanded out into the garage. And so uh, so we backed the wife's car out tonight, set up camp over here. and uh, <laughs> In, the, in the man garage. Yeah. Oh, the man garage. The man garage. Not bad. Not bad. We have uh, your classic uh, 1970 Colonial uh, that had the uh, oil-stained concrete floor. So we uh, had the guys come in here and do an epoxy floor and... Really dressed this thing up, and then we painted it and tore down all the cobwebs and dressed it up and decorated it. So yeah, it's looking yeah, it's good. A, they, get the, they get a new TV. What's that? A forty-six inch TV? Something, something, something around like there. That, something like that. Yeah, the, the Miller Genuine Draft uh, neon neon beer sign. You get some kind of made it look garagey with some cabinets with some garagey stuff in it. Yeah, and we got this. Oh, antlers. Those would be those would be antlers from uh, one of his buddies. They're sheds, they're, so they came from, they're, which are cool. They're a matching set. They're really symmetrical. Too. Those are beautiful, actually. Yeah. I can't believe really you just cool. said I don't want those, but but no, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So we're here in the man cave. So we're a little angry. Man garage. We're a little angry right now. We are a little angry. No, we're beyond a little angry. And let's tell the listeners why we're. Well, angry. that's kind of the point. Okay. So we're angry. Yep. And you gifted me tonight. With a couple of beers for mm. our for the for the podcast, mm. I came down with some Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, which is one of my all time favorites. And you decided to go out and buy what? Not a sponsor, by the way. No, but that's okay. But uh, so I grabbed a couple of Foster's oil cans. Right. You know, twenty five point four ounces. Right. We 
We yep. just, which is 750 milliliter, which they do not look like that, but right. okay. No but what did you discover just prior to us going live here? So as I'm looking at this and bringing my lips to the uh, delicious delivery Opening port, port. <laughs> the delivery port. I see the words that say brew. Wait, wait, no, no. Go, go around. Okay, go around. Do like we were talking about. So first, I see founded in Australia. Right. Well, that makes great. sense, right? Hey, good day, mate. Have, a, have another brew. Yeah. Looky, looky, lombat, and some Hello. some shrimpy on a bobby. Oh, no, no. And then I see uh, celebrated worldwide. Worldwide. That's beautiful. Yeah. This celebrated worldwide, even here. Okay, yes. now get to the last one. Brewed in the USA. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I'm are you like, kidding are you me? Kid me? Would you? I would. I would never have guessed that. And we got to figure out who brews it. And then I read on the side, brewed in the USA with U.S. and imported ingredients. What are you kidding me? What's, who's Bud making this now? Come Dude, on. I'm going to tell you right now. Hand of God on the my mother's eyes. Last time I drank a Foster's because I've been duped. Well. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This isn't. This isn't the hell I'm dying we on. No, I thought we were pissed. Well, well, you're not Italian. Well, when you're Italian, you get pissed. And you get, it's for life. Yeah, and you get to. I'm like, this is not the hell I'm dying on right here. I mean, I'm fucking I'm, dying on this hill. I'm I, not happy. I love Foster's. So I might have one a year. Yep. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you start drinking 25 ounces, you know, you get yep. uh -huh. hammered. But love the taste. But yeah, very disappointed in that. Pesto Pete's pissed. Pesto <laughs> Pete's Posse's pissed. I bet Pesto Pete's podcast Posse's is pissed. That's the five P's yeah, right there. Yeah, this is this is. Beautiful. I'm not happy about it. So, but anyway, let's get these things done so we can get yeah, on to something yeah. that's not lying about what's going on. <laughs> One thing that that's is so from funny. the USA is Kid Rock. Oh yeah, you can't. You, I love the kid. <laughs> He's all good. <laughs> So, Joe, Joe Dirt's arch, arch nemesis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so welcome to episode 45. We got a little bit of, a little bit of, you know. Uh, 45? Who was the 45th president? Was it um, Obama? J. Edgar Hoover. Obama. <laughs> was he? Obama? We're not going to connect. It? No, no, no politics. No, 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 no. I just. just no, I'm not going to say. I knew you weren't, but I just don't even want to talk about no, who's no, president. No, After no. what happened last night in the State of the Union address. Right, right. I'm not saying it. No, I'm not going to say no, it. No, okay. No, all right. I, I said it in episode one. Yep. No religion, no Me Too movement, no politics. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not faulting you. I'm just saying. No, sorry. No, sorry, don't, you don't, don't, you don't have to be sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm going to open up this pub cheese. <laughs> pub cheese, myself. good. Politics, bad. <laughs> All right. So, we, uh, so I was just looking at a statistic. And I can't use my phone because I don't want to screw up the, uh, the uh, recording. But So there's a, a statistic out there. Um, that there are 3 million registered podcasts, right? And there are Is 30... Is one of them? Yeah, of course. <laughs> there are 30 million... Oh, that was a fucking shot across the bow, bitch. So now you don't have to be here. I can finish this by myself. I've done it before. I'm going to bed. So, yeah, good. Gonna, good night. I'm going to go sit in the car. Oh, yeah, what car? Oh, there it is. So All right, there are 3 million registered podcasts, there's 30 million episodes, and there's that phone mm. of yours. So that means that the average podcast has 10 episodes, and that, that you know that got picked up. So 
The average podcast has 10, ten episodes. episodes. We're at 45. You're at 45. Beating the odds. You're at 45. Well, I, we as a podcast are at 45. Yeah. We've beaten the odds. You have beaten the odds. For once. <laughs> <laughs> For once in my life. When so everybody said little Petey was just a long shot from Grafton. <laughs> poor, he ain't going to amount to much. Poor little Petey, just a pound of bacon on the hoof. Is he, is he, he going to make Oh, my it? God, I just spit up some of that Australian beer that's brewed in America. Sons of bitches. You know, when we were in college down in Florida, Strove's Stro- was making it for everybody. They were making this, they are making that. You, Strobes? You, Strobes? Is that what it was Strobes. called? Why doesn't that sound... Strobes I, Brewery. I don't even know where they Milwaukee, were located. Milwaukee, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like a... Oh, they yeah, they were like a, a contract, label. Yeah. contract manufacturer yeah. or whatever, yeah. Private label house. Private label, yeah. For anybody. Yeah, they, they make garbage for anybody. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, 45, though, that is outstanding, Pete. You know, I'm happy. And, and we're a know, little off because... 40, 45 episodes, 45 listeners. So, anyway, <laughs> we start... Oh, wow, you get a little uh, mean streak. A little edgy. So, we started... Okay, I started in, um, I believe it was March of 2019. So, this is a fourth year, right? We're on year four. And we said one a month, and we're about there. 48 would be there, yeah. right? Yeah, so, it's all good. we got to pick up the pace. So, it's all good. So... Anyway, uh, quick quick uh, housekeeping. We took one. all the Jewish holidays off. That's uh, true. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> all of them. So there's, um, I just want to recognize some of our partners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Quiet Cat, which is a partner, a big partner. They've been there for, since day one. Uh, Q-U-I-T-K-A-T, Electric Bikes, uh, very good in the outdoors. They've been, they're now uh, at Bass Pro and Cabela's. They, they got a big contract with those folks. I'm and if you use, use the code... Uh, P.O. P.O. Box. No, P.O. Box. No, no it's P.O. as in post office. Yeah, but it was. 20%. P.O. 20%. Yeah. On their website. Is that what it is? Yeah. Just P.O.? Okay, P.O. 20%. Yeah. You get 20% off your order. Yeah. And uh, good stuff. I didn't get a chance to see Connor when he was in town. He was in for the holidays, and I, I missed was him. Was he at, at Bass Pro or Cabela's? No, no. He, he came home. He lives in Hopkins. He was grew oh. up in Hopkinton with his wife. Oh, I they he both was, they I were he was coming high school sweethearts. Do a thing at... Um, at Bass Pro, or no, no, no. He just came in, and we, we were hoping to hunt together. And he hunted with Dave a couple of days for ducks, and uh, did pretty well. But um, unfortunately, I never got a chance to hunt with him. He's mm. a nice kid. But um, also, you know, Jefferson's Bourbon, Four Roses. Um, I'm wearing some. I'm wearing colors tonight. I don't know if you noticed. Well, so look at my hat. Look at my shirt. My no, sweatshirt. I'm a little disappointed. Why? Because I expect the Kelly's roast beef sweatshirt. Okay, they, don't worry. Kelly's is coming up. But this is Kuyu. Kuyu is a, a brand. They're not a. They're not a partner. No. Although they said I could mention them, and that's fine. It's great. But they. It's a great story. Not a great story. It's a horrible story that turned out great. Good. Um, with uh, Jason Harrison, who left um, Sitka, started his own brand. Unfortunately, took his own life. Oh. But the brand still goes Sorry on. Yeah. And their product. I mean, look at this hat. Oh, right. Cool. Beautiful. Right. Leather. Leather uh, logo, the logo of the mountain, the mountain, uh, yeah. mountain goat, not mountain goat, uh, bighorn, bighorn sheep, and the sweatshirt, pretty classic. So, yeah. uh, kudos to you, you guys at Kuyu, and uh, and Kelly's, Kelly's roast beef, my boys. Guys, we're coming. We're Still coming. ribbing we up. We're gonna, we're gonna do it, Jimmy. A, live... We promise we're gonna do the live feed from Kelly's. Uh, it's just, it's just, you know, 
It's just tough. We've got to do it this winter because we can't do it in the summer. It's too busy. We're going to do it next month. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're just we'll committed. Yeah. Yep. We're committed. So all good. So housekeeping out of the way. Okay. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. So let's move on from these fosters. So we get out of So the last podcast I did was from my tree stand in Rhode Island, which ended up unsuccessful, uh, unfortunately. The podcast uh, or the hunt? No, I did. Well, I did a podcast from my tree stand. What was unsuccessful? Oh, the hunt. Oh, okay. The podcast has a bunch of listens. So I think that's been too, okay. But... <laughs> no, no. All right, yeah, so I think tonight, tonight is going to be a shorter <laughs> podcast than normal because my co-host obviously has some kind of debilitating issue like a hemorrhoid that's affecting him. Um, Christ. Sorry. Dude, Sorry. I took your mail in. What the fuck more could I do for you? Jeez. It just gets back. Oh, the guy's been in Punta Cana for a week, and he comes back all edgy. Would you get stung by a jellyfish or something? Jesus. <laughs> I bought you a T-shirt. Yeah, I'm about to give it back. <laughs> so, no, father, it doesn't fit me. No, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna. You can re-gift it. How's that? So, uh, yeah, the holidays and and, and into Sorry. you know it's kind of a it's kind of screwed up time. And I yeah. I think so. Here's here's an interesting factoid. I sent some details to Dave Morell Woody the other day. It was the most successful harvest in Massachusetts deer harvest this year. This is the first year I can remember in probably 20 that Dave did not kill a deer. Nor and I didn't did kill you. one either. Nope. Yeah. I missed one. I missed, a, I missed a doe. I might have mentioned. I don't remember when our last podcast was. But I missed a doe with muzzle loader on a No excuse, but on a rainy, foggy morning. And mm. it was worth a try. And she, she ran off successfully. But, um, but no, it's, it was something. But... You know, it's one thing to say it was a, you know, painfully unsuccessful year. It was probably the, it was probably the fewest deer I've ever seen in the field this year. Although in Rhode Island, I had a couple of opportunities, and uh, I think I mentioned it that you know the does with fawns, and I really didn't want yeah, to. I, you know, we're down there to kill deer. Right. We're down there to help limit the population, but at the same time, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, something about you know not shooting a deer with a fawn, and then next thing you know, the fawn's like sitting there looking at her, and then you gotta then you gotta kill the fawn <laughs> or kick it. <laughs> so I opted. You know what? I could have meat in the freezer, but I opted. I I did the what I thought was the right thing, but uh, so now did you see the newsletter? I usually send them to you because um, Dave and I get them from uh, Mass Fishing Game. Did you see that with the most successful hunt at Quabbin this year? Oh, I didn't see that part, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah. Yeah, so they had the, the biggest harvest ever, which is what they wanted and needed because of the population issue. But, um, yeah, I should have sent that to you. I'm sorry. It was No, that's all right. I, I probably working. should get it. I don't know why I don't. But I've, I I was in one of the first Quabbin hunts, and, and folks who have listened um, know what Quabbin is. It's, a, you know, the water, water source, a dammed up uh, river that flooded five towns out in Western Mass, Central Western Mass, and uh, they had a controlled hunt. Provides the drinking water for the city of Boston. Thank you, yep. Yep. Left out that little fact. Well, they started at Jamaica (laughs) Pond. Did you know that? No. Started at Jamaica Pond, and they moved out to Wachusett. Not enough water there for Not enough water there for fish. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. But they, 
you know, that that's a, like begs the question. Why doesn't desalination work? Boston's on the ocean. I know. Wouldn't I know. it be cheaper to build a desalination plant? Yep. And I know. It's like when we were in Walker's K, that's what they have. That's there. what they have to have. They, they, they have a desalination no. plant. They have a, they make the, they, they make their own electricity. Right. And it's unbelievable. The right. place is totally self-sustained. And well, you can was. walk. You can walk the perimeter of it in about an hour. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't go that route. Yeah. But they went to... So they, they started Jamaica Pond, which is in... Uh, Jamaica Plain. Jamaica Plain, right? Yeah. Then they went out to watch you section of Boston. Section of Boston. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Part of Boston, yeah. really. Yeah. Right. Section uh, part. Village. Uh, yeah. The sub-village or whatever. But, you know, New York and New Jersey, they call them villages. In Boston, they call them neighborhoods. Yeah. In Bo- yeah. New York's borough. Yeah. Right. Not borough like the donkey. <laughs> hey, nice ass. So anyway, you go from Jamaica Pond. Then they went out. Oh, Lake Chichewit in Framingham was okay. the second one. Then they went from Lake Kachichuit. A little bigger. A little bit, getting better. (laughs) Then they went went out to Wachusett, which is still a water supply, but not for Boston. Then they went to Quabbin, just moving west to get more water. And that was quite... And that was in the 1930s? Yeah. 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 And it's quite a it's quite an engineering marvel, and and then again the dividing scar, which is the documentary about how many people it affected in detrimentally. You know, like they're, they're, everyone's oh well, hey, bravo, bravo, and there's a lot of pissed off people to this day. This, pi- I'll get one. <laughs> so so anyway, what were we talking about? Fuck. Um, so. Quabbin, what were we talking about, Chuck? Oh, so so I get so they have to control the deer out at Quabbin because of the um, um, overpopulation. And no, I'll uh, I'll have a Sierra Nevada, oh, please. Okay, bartender. So I was out there one of the first uh, hunts, they a controlled hunt they had on the uh, at Quabbin, and you had to go to a class. You had to get a special permit. A lot of lot of complexities to it because it's a watershed, and they want to make sure you understand it. You know, don't be peeing in creeks and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. Not that other animals don't pee in creeks, but so anyway, I killed my one of my first deer there, um, kind of ceremoniously with my friend Kenny. Um, God bless him. He passed away. Um, Noel was pregnant with Colin, so yeah, I was like twenty nine. Old enough to be married. Old enough to be married and have a house and a kid drive Almost out there. A kid on the way. A kid in the way, yeah, because we wow. went up to pick up the deer, and Noel was it was a little road trip. She was completely pregnant at the time, and it was probably somewhere in December, and he's born in February. But um, so yeah, so it was a it was a fun hunt, um, but it was interesting. What they what was I guess the interesting part is you could go certain areas, you had a permit, and you'd have to kind of... We didn't have Onyx or anything back then, but you'd have to stay in this little region, a region that wasn't so little. And um, when you kill the deer, you'd have to go out to the road. They'd come help you and everything because they wanted to keep it, make sure that the animal wasn't dispatched close to the water. There's all kinds of weird regulations, but... Um, it was it was actually kind of fun because no one had been there, but they allowed you to go scout because you can't go out there generally and walk through the woods. You have to yeah. stay on the trails and stuff in, in the dirt roads. So I went out there one day, and 
I pull into the spot near where my permit was going to be, and there were I don't know, eight or ten cars there. I pull in, and at least six of them had four flat tires when I walked out. Because the wow. antis came in oh, wow. and slashed tires. And some, for some reason, they didn't. I don't know if they got. I was maybe one of the last cars to come in, parked there. Maybe they got spooked. Or maybe got run off or something. Maybe it was all the decals that said, uh, <laughs> guns don't kill people. I, I kill, kill people. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it was the one that said, I don't call 911. <laughs> That's a good one. Or maybe it was the Italian flag. It could have been that. <laughs> it could have been that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how that spooks some people. So so yeah. anyway, yeah, Quabbit's in here. Goes in Ocean. Yeah, Goes in So we, um, it, was, it was interesting. But, um, yeah, so that's interesting now that, I mean, we're talking, well, 29 years later, almost 30 years yeah. later, yeah. that they, they had a successful hunt out there. And there were a shitload of deer. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, uh, we saw so many. Well, we saw deer when we were fishing, mm. and we saw a lot of tracks yeah. and moose tracks and everything. But just to give the listeners the the flavor of the place, I mean, when we were out there fishing, they don't let you go on land. If you rent a boat there or bring your own boat, which is highly regulated, but if we would we rent the boats they have there because they have to be four cycle and they have to be low horsepower and um so they don't even let you get on the land but let's just say there was this savage lightning storm that popped up out of nowhere when we were out there and there was possibility that we may have gotten out of the boat what's a statute of limitations <laughs> yeah i know and stood, well we had to i think i think for safety reasons you're probably allowed we got up under this that big thing pine tree rolled. and i have a video of the hail coming down on and this is a this is a august day i mean it was hot yeah. and it was beautiful but um, hail coming down and lightning and everything and we're like holy moly we gotta get out of this we're gonna die an well, aluminum boat I, I remember I remember we were cruising up that little bay and it was a little tight spot so we had we had safety around us but but not much on the right side there's one tree and you go what are we gonna do and I go the tree and I gunned it <laughs> and just slammed into shore and we jumped out and stood under it and it was what 30 seconds maybe yeah it wasn't that long maybe a minute if yeah. that yeah. but then it was then it was beautiful again yeah. but boy that was quite frightening I, I, we've been out in the middle of the of the reservoir that would have been yeah. freaking nuts yeah no kidding mm. it's had some fun out there so yeah so anyway yeah so a very successful deer season in fact um a guy i found all right i don't know how to i don't know how to lay this story out there i gotta it makes its own gravy as they say so I get a I get a text from this kid, um, who I met in the woods a couple of years ago, who hunts the same area as us, and and I gave him shit for parking like an idiot and taking up two spots and where there's only like three spots to park. Mm. So anyway, he's a good kid. He texts me. He said, "Hey, any luck this year?" And man, no. And that's always tough to answer, yeah. as you know, someone who thinks he knows what he's doing. But um, he said he got a, a small buck. It was a it was after he dropped his antlers and stuff. So anyway, um, he sent me a picture of this guy who shot a freaking monster. 
in Massachusetts. Mm. So you say, yeah, this guy shot this in Holliston. And Holliston, for our listeners, is you know, 10 miles from here. My wife's a teacher in Holliston. It's, it's right around the corner. And there's some big deer in Holliston, no question about it. Hopped in Holliston, all those towns. So I send it to Scotty uh, Alexander. And I go... Well, we don't use names. Without Scotty the taxidermist. Okay. All right. Without so, permission. Yeah, Scotty no, the taxidermist. Again, you're edgy again. <laughs> so Scotty sends back and goes, I said, well, he hunts in Holliston. I go, hey, this was killed in Holliston. He goes, actually, he goes, he's a fireman in Ashland. He knew the whole story. Oh, wow. Fireman in Ashland. I won't say his name. Did he taxidermy it? No, he, oh. no. I asked him. I said, did he, did he go to the best taxidermist in the region? He goes, I'm too busy. <laughs> wow. So too he busy. said he's a, he's, according to his father, this guy's father, who knows Scotty, he, he He's a, he's a uh, fireman in Ashland, another town close to here. He killed it in Sudbury. Okay. Scotty goes, I've heard it was Holliston, Hopkinton, Upton, and Sudbury. And Sudbury. Well, he goes, that's how the rumors start, yeah, you know? Nobody wants to let on uh, exactly where it was killed because they don't want you going in their secret spot. Okay. Thank you for the segue. That was not planned. But... If you have your... Kirsty, do good. You did good. <laughs> We're nice for a second. So <laughs> if you don't... If you have your location services on in your phone... Yeah, you told me this. Well, I'm telling our listeners. Yeah, don't tell them. Guys, listen up. If you have your location services on and you send a picture to somebody and they save it in their photos, and it's in their photos and they... I don't know, scrolling up is the word, but if they... They move the photo up. It shows the longitude and latitude of where that picture was taken. To that point, we hunt a spot in Hopkinton where I met that kid, Lindsay, mm -hmm. I was talking about earlier. First name that starts with L. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay. So you walk in that area and there's posted signs, but it's not posted. Another friend of ours, I can't say his name. Yeah, no names. He posted it because one day he came out of the woods. He had killed a big deer up there, and he always killed. He killed a big deer up there this year. I didn't see any deer. He killed him. He didn't see many deer either, which is very unusual of him. So he comes out, and there's a guy with two other guys going in. And he goes, hey, what are you doing? He goes, oh, we came out from Western Mass. We heard there's some big deer out here. And they had picked up the longitude and latitude from his pictures on Facebook. Holy shit. Yep. Holy and I did it with my, my friend Matt, who killed a huge buck this year. And I said, Matt, make sure you, you take a... So what you do is you take a screenshot of your picture and send the screenshot. Because oh, wow. then it takes out the connection to the location services. Wow. Because when Matt sent it, it showed a picture where he took... The picture, which was a mile and a half from where he killed the deer, but still, still yeah, within a mile enough. and a half, yeah, close enough. So, so keep track of that crap, man. Technology's great until it pokes you in the butt. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been a tough year. So I almost, I almost want to, I almost want to say that it's been a tough year for us. Brian only killed one deer this year. He's usually good for a couple. Now, where was that? In the swamp. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you, how did you guys make out in Rhode Island? I mean, overall, not you guys, but the, the overall hunt in Rhode Island, 
Was that down? Was it up? I don't know. I got to look it up. I don't know. I I would guess it's down. We didn't see as many deer as we normally do. You know what's ironic is we're we're sitting here talking about... Remember Seinfeld? What's ironic? (laughs) Remember that? What's ironic is we're talking about, (laughs) you know, the deer hunt. And you get a uh, you get a text from your wife an hour ago that says there's a tremendous amount of police activity right near where we're sitting right now, and it appears to be a deer strike. <laughs> yeah. And well, then I told you I I left. Oh, yeah. uh, a few weeks ago, the bottom of our street, and I bang a left, and I'm out of here at five fifteen, five twenty in the morning, and there's a guy standing in the road, and he's in shock. And I'm like, sir, are you okay? And uh, I thought he had hit another car with his yeah, pickup you, truck. Because was, there was a bumper on the ground and yeah, shit? There yeah, there was a bumper on the ground, and, and there was a truck there. And I thought that he had hit a smaller car and driven it up into the woods. <laughs> and um, Sounds like fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what year should you go? That sounds like a good time. <laughs> so I, I, I said, "You okay?" And he was stunned. I don't know whether he hit his head on the windshield or something, but um, so uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I just hit a deer," and I'm like, "Oh wow, wow, you okay? You okay?" And and he goes, uh, "Yeah," and then he's standing in front of his truck and he says, "Where's my front bumper?" <laughs> And it was behind him. Yeah, I And it, yeah. it snapped his bumper off and he ran over it. And I'm like, oh my God, how does that happen? That you hit something so hard, you break the four bolts that hold your bumper onto the front of your truck. <laughs> and you, then you run it over. Yeah, and then it just drops onto the ground <laughs> and, and you over. run it over. And then it's laying behind you. And folks... That afternoon, I, I got... was gonna, I was hoping you're gonna tell this part. I was gonna, if you didn't, I was gonna make you go ahead. So I couldn't. I was licking my chops to get home from work. So I, uh, I got home from work and I got all camoed out and grabbed a uh, uh, a saw and uh, you know hand saw and I'm like I'm going to looking for that thing because if he killed a big buck, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna you know take the antlers and uh, yeah. Nothing. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find any blood. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't find anything. They probably run ran ten miles oh, after yeah. he hit it's it. Probably still running. And uh, with <laughs> with his the guy's directional hanging out of its ear. <laughs> At least he'd have to drag his bumper side. Yeah, side marker <laughs> lights. But it's amazing how resilient they are. Oh when my they god! Get hit. Well, dude, you know, I mean, I've shot deer with a, a fifty caliber muzzleloader. Right? Square in the side, right? right in the boil room. And they go 40 yards? On what? I swear they're like sharks. They're all cartilage. I don't know. No. <laughs> you know what? Until you stick an arrow through one, you, they're not. When you hit yeah, one with an arrow, the sound. Oh, my God. It's like someone snapping a baseball bat. Ugh. Oh, it's it's a little horrific. But, yeah. but um, I listened to a podcast today. Okay, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. I don't know if that's come up before on our podcast. Uh, Probably, you and I I both into that. I am. So it was this one with this guy and his wife and blah, blah, blah. And his wife um, went missing. They found her bike somewhere. They found her helmet a mile away. Supposedly she went on a bike ride and this and that. Yeah, this was in the U.S. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember and this one. They, California, they, I think. Um, boy, I wish I West, could remember. Western U.S. Colorado. Yeah. Yep, Colorado. Yeah. Yep. yep. So then they, they, you know, okay, folks, if you're going to, um, and I'm not condoning murder. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank I, you. I, I, do you have to say that? I think it thank goes you. without saying. But thank you, Pastor. If you do and you have a plan, <clears throat> leave your cell phone at home. Oh. So anyway... This guy goes up. So you know what they, they, they got him on? His computer in his truck. He claimed he left the house at 4.30 and this and 4.30 a.m. and this and that. Then they discovered on his truck computer that yeah, the, his blinker went off. Yeah, the black box and the, the truck. Black, they, yeah. they, they said yeah. there's multiple computers. Oh, yeah, So yeah, they, yeah. oh, yeah, they knew, you know, he put his window down at this time. And he put his window up. So he claimed he was in his truck at 4.30. But for some reason at 3.30, his blinker went on and all this other stuff. But then they, they had his cell phone going around the house. Wow. And he claimed he was out there chasing chipmunks because he's got a chipmunk problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in the middle of the night because they're yeah, right, so yeah. active. They're nocturnal. Right, right. And yeah, and you can see them when you're. <laughs> so what they thought was when they when they found the little cap, which they, which they determined was part of a tranquilizer dart. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that that he had shot his wife with the tranquilizer dart. And he was chasing her around the outside of the house because it takes 20 minutes oh my God. for it to kind of settle in. And they're like, why do you have a tranquilizer gun, rifle? And he's like, well, oh, well. Uh, Chipmunks. No, I have to admit, uh, we get a lot of deer in our yard and big antlers. And I like to shoot them with the tranquilizer. Dot. Then I saw their antlers off and sell them. Oh. Which, which sounds like me. <laughs> it sounds kind of nice, right? It sounds by no means that we plan that, but that it's not a bad move, right? It's illegal, but it's not a bad move. <laughs> but, but but Jesus Christ, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's got an answer for everything. Well, he's in prison, so they never oh. found his wife. I don't think they ever found her. But um, oh yeah, goodness. and then speaking of podcasts, we had a little conversation uh, during our show prep. And I'm all about being as accurate as you can on a podcast, right? I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. They call you Mr. Accuracy. <laughs> they do? Who's they? <laughs> Our listeners in uh, Belarus. <laughs> Belarus. In Benin, whatever, Benin. Um, I was listening to the podcast on the way home tonight. And it's... Uh, I would look it up on my phone. I took a screenshot of it. It was called uh, Forensic Tales. Okay. Forensic Tales. Like oh, yeah, T-A-L-E. Yeah. yeah right? Listen to those. And she's talking about this woman who they found in the dunes of Provincetown. The woman in the dunes. Cape Cod. On, on Cape Cod. Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Cape Cod. Right. And they were talking about what, you know, the, the potential uh, cause of her death, who the perpetrator was, blah, 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 blah. I hope this doesn't get back to the host. Hostess. What do you mean? Oh, maybe it will. Well, good. Good. Tighten it up. Light her up. Light her up. I, well, I was trying to send her a message. So, for our listeners, who probably all know who Whitey Bulger is, and who was the the crime boss from Somerville, who, you know, was ripping people's teeth out for 30 years, and then they finally found him in California, and he was living the life of a decrepit old man with his girlfriend, and ba 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 and he was eventually killed in prison. 
with a bag of nickels, I think, or a sock full of nickels. Um, right? They beat him to death. Padlock. Oh, yeah, a sock was, full of was, padlocks. Um, the, um, um, combination locks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a tough way to oh, go. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough way to go. But he deserved it. Mm-hmm. She referred to Whitey Bulger. Rat. He's a rat. She referred to Whitey Bulger as Whitney Bulger multiple times. Whitney Bulger. Whitney Bulger. So either this woman cannot read. Oh, I think I went to high school with her. <laughs> She's from Laconia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right? Or, or there's some slim outside chance that when someone transposed it and wrote it down for her, they spelled it wrong. But I don't think so. But, okay. But still. I, I get mispronouncing bulgar. He's, he's, but Whitney he's, has an N in it. Whitey does not. He's notorious enough that, and there's been Good so call. many documentaries about it, that everyone in the United States has heard of him and knows of him, and, and it's just it's inexcusable. It, and you know what? You know what's it made me think? Because it's very scripted. Yeah. It's a reading, yeah. and she's just reading. So I think to your point that somebody put this on paper for her and didn't didn't do their show prep. Didn't. I'm going to give the listeners a clue because I think that some of his victims, this was the last thing they heard. That gives you an idea on what year that car was. <laughs> Are you going to keep doing that? No, no, no. no yeah, no, it's good. No, it's, 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 the fun. it's not funny anymore. I'm sorry. No, it was funny. I, think oh, it, well, I can barely we'll contain myself. Listeners, you be the judge. <laughs> you be the judge. Just like the old Miller Lite commercials where they used to do a replay on... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are good. Yeah, they used to be a replay uh, before we had instant replay right. on television. And they say, you, you make be, the call. You make, you the, make call. the call. You make the call. And then they'd show the play. Yeah. And they'd show you what the referee's call was. And then they'd replay those it and say, good. you make the call. Yeah, I think I have an old VHS tape from when I worked for Miller that has that. I've got some really cool VHS tapes. Too bad I don't have any VHS players. How, I, how, I actually, how cool I, are they? I actually have one. I still have one VHS player in my bedroom. Yeah, be careful, dude, because remember what happened when you got that that eight track player? And you're oh, like, I know. oh, this it, is going to be great. Yeah, you get all your old eight tracks and it chowed them. Ate my Blue Oyster Cult tape. <laughs> I was, that bummed me out. It should bum you out. No, that's uh, that's a that's a tough gig right there. Got that right. Yeah. So, you know, I I probably should kind of give our our listeners an idea on on what an eight track is, <laughs> or look it up. Go on Google, look up eight track tape, and it was uh, these big giant cassette things that would plug into a player and. And you could change, I guess, the, the, the bandwidth of the filament would um, have different songs on it. So when you clicked on track two, it would flip down to the next track. I, I think that's how it worked. But no, that was, uh, those were the good old days of that. And then, then cassette tapes and then uh, CDs. And now where are we? Spotify and all the other, all the other sharing apps. But... Um, Tercy, grab me a brew, would you? Oh, of course. Oh, I can count on this dude, like, big time. Oh. So, 
my little friend just got back from Punta Cana, where he just laid on the beach all day and just. Oh, thanks for calling me little. It makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple things little about you, and I don't want to talk about that on. Uh, on <laughs> but I'm. Uh, so I don't know if you know this dude, but uh, in, in a week. Um, that one isn't. In a week and change, I'm heading to the Florida Keys. Yeah, you know, I had forgotten that was coming up. Yeah, we're heading down on the, seven, on the 19th. And the, based on the weather we've been having, I uh, don't see myself snowblowing your driveway. Oh, dude, can we talk? Let's talk about that. So here we are. It's February 9th, and... We have no snow on the ground. No snow. And, and no frost. We, the, the ground is not frozen. No. Nope. I don't think it has frozen. No, and the ice was frozen for about two days. On the lake. Safety. Ponds yeah. and stuff, Ponds. yeah. I went out last Sunday. I ice fished on uh, my favorite lake, Chauncey, out in, uh, in Westboro, unsuccessfully. But it was also because uh, a, lot of, a lot of outstanding issues. I think the wind blew everything into that cove. Well, we, I think it was chock full of friggin' weeds and shit. unprecedented cold weather. Right? For two days. Yeah, two days. But it was this polar vortex that dropped down from Canada. And it was, what, 10 below, 11 below here? Um, Without wind we might have, We might have hit 10 or 11, yeah. Yeah. yeah temperature. I, I wouldn't know because it was 82 in Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so, Jesus, oh, oh. this dude just keeps wanting to take my beers. So, um, Mount Washington. Yeah. Some wow. of the most inhospitable... Weather on Earth, 107 below with the wind chill. Yeah, Mount Washington was, is what, the highest peak in New England? It is, yeah. and it, it just, I've, I've climbed it, yep. I've been up there, I've been told to go back. I've never hiked to the summit, oh, but uh, I've we, been to uh, the base of Tuckerman's Ravine, but uh, someday. I don't know about that. I'll do the auto I've road. Done, no, you could do. I can't Am- hike it anymore. I'm too old. No, but you could you could hike Amanusac. That's more of a hike than a climb. But Tuckerman's, there's areas where it's a climb. Oh yeah, yeah. We. Uh, but I've been up there. I've I've done it a bunch of times, and and you get to a point where they put in these these big granite chunks because it was eroding away. So they put these granite chunks in to to give you the you know the the, the access to to the, the like the. Uh, tree line and stuff, but the chunks are like eighteen inches tall. Know. You gotta, you gotta, climb you gotta up climb up the case. chunk. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta hump the chunk. You hump the chunk, <laughs> which is tricky. You know, when you're a little, you got a thirty inch inseam like old <laughs> Pesto Pete. You know, I mean, that was, that was a little sweaty little moments right there. But uh, <laughs> no, but it was one hundred and seven below. Yeah, yeah. dude. Have you ever seen those videos where those guys that stay up there and monitor the weather? There's a weather station at the top of Mount Washington. Yeah. And these guys come out, and I saw this video where a guy took a pot of boiling water off the stove, walked outside, and threw it in the air, and it crystallized and came down to snow. Yep. It was yep. unbelievable. So they, they held the record for the highest wind speed. I think it was, I'm going to go out on a limb. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look it up. 238, I think. Something like that, And yeah. it got beat by a mountain in India really? five years ago. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think the they might have said, yeah. Oh. And then last night I was watching this show on YouTube about this this village somewhere in Russia where, like, it's like the, the temperature 
is like minus 71 or something. Oh. And these people, like they have to cover their cars in these weird quilt things, or they just put them there and then wait till spring. Yeah. Oh, it's freaking, it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had the mildest winter. I mean, we're down, I think we're, I, oh, I saw it today in the weather. Boston proper, which doesn't get a lot of snow typically, is down like, I don't know, I, I, I don't even want to say a foot maybe over. Yeah. But Worcester and, you know, the Western Hills and stuff, it down like, we've had nothing. Yeah, well, the, the good news is the precipitation is up, which is exactly what I read in the Old Farmer's Almanac. Oh. That they said the precipitation would be up, but snowfall would be down. So it's good for drought conditions and all that stuff. And it's good for us because you don't have to shovel rain. Oh, but, and uh, it's but, kind of depressing. No, it's a little, you do, you you, do kind you know, of get you know ready for it you, and you rough you know, it. But we we would like a taste of maybe a week of winter, right? <laughs> yeah, give me give me two weeks of ice, like an <laughs> ice fish. Of, yeah, give me two weeks Jeez. of ice and two weeks of snow. We were gonna camp out this year on the ice. Mm. Glad he didn't invest in all that shit. Oh, I know. I know. Right, I was gonna buy the, the scuba the gear. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna ice fish with scuba gear. So we were we or were gonna canoe. go out. We canoe. were gonna go out and we were gonna spend the night on the ice. That would have been so much fun. We're gonna do it next year. I promise. We right. will do it. Right. And we just know, gotta make sure we have a heater that doesn't uh, kill us with carbon monoxide. Well, those those buddy heaters are pretty good. Um, they have alarms and stuff. But what they say is you get it get it cranking. And then kill it. Shut it down. Lay yeah. down. And then in the middle of the night, crank it again. Yeah. And then, you know. Because you get up to pee four times in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. It started every time. Well, the thing is, when we do that, Charlie, is no beer. Mm-hmm. No. No beer. No. It's going to be. We're going to eat granola. Okay. It's going to be very natural. We're going to eat the. Oh, we're going to eat the fish. No, we're not. We will not eat. Freshwater fish. And we will talk about that in a little bit. About the forever want, chemicals. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh, right. I you grew hate, up on that. Oh, you hate that. Oh, I, my mother used to cook everything oh, I got. Jesus. Oh, ugh, stunk the nothing, whole house oh, up. Oh, nothing ugh. like a slimy pickerel. Um, cusk. Winter cusk. cusk. The cusk oh, yeah. in the winter. And uh, cusk is this nasty thing that's like half eel, half pickerel, whatever. But is it nasty or did you just... Was it nasty because of the way she prepared it? I don't, you know, I don't know, dude. I was a kid, but uh, no, just, I know. I'm just wondering because I've never caught a cusk. They, we don't yeah. have cusk down here. We had some big ones, and they did like pull them out of the hole and they wrap their tail around your arm, yeah. and then they freeze and that. <laughs> that's all. Slide it off. That's a that's a good clean fun. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then it's so gross because you know you're bringing it home frozen solid. Like I felt like I was a kid from Alaska, bringing it in the house, and then I got to run cold water over to thaw it out to, to fillet it. And then then you take the the fat and you mix it with blueberries. Do you know that something? Really? Seal? Oh yeah, seal fat. Ugh. They I don't know if they render it down or they they thaw it down. And mix it with blueberries and that because you gotta eat fat up there, you yeah, die. Yeah. You know? Well apparently cusk chowder is a is a popular dish. That sounds good. And uh, yeah, I mean eat chowder. When you get chowder and yeah. you get uh, mix butter and milk and, and, and condensed potatoes. milk. Butter, condensed milk <laughs> and cream. Cream, <laughs> butter yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever what's not to like. Whatever uh, meat. Yeah, what's not to like? Lobster bisque. A little with bit cusk. of black pepper. Oof. So. So, uh, so yeah, so that's that's eating fresh fish and the uh, fresh freshwater fish. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. 
Okay. What do you but want to I, talk I gotta, about now? Right now, I want to talk about my Brunswick stew. Mr. Braggadocious. No, it's not being braggadocious. It's about <laughs> opening the eyes of our listeners. All right? To our listeners have their eyes wide open. I don't know about that. There have been very few text messages and emails. I don't know. I think they're sleeping on the job. Yeah, I don't know. Terrence from Long Island fell off the map. Yeah, right? I mean, he was a regular Where's your boy? texter. Text him right now. All right, text him. You text him right now. I'll talk about my Brunswick stew. (laughs) Oh, and Louie's kids. Yeah, right? (laughs) And you know what? To that point, they never talked to me at the golf outing about the podcast. Well, they were embarrassed. By by what? Well, it was like talking to Seinfeld. They're like, oh my God. Not embarrassed. They were intimidated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even approach this guy. Oh, he's a famous... And And then when they saw what a great golfer you are, they're like... Now I can't even approach Christ, this guy. Christ, this dude. I, yeah, he's unapproachable. I can't even pick up his ball and hand it to him out of the cup. So Brunswick stew is a stew developed out of Brunswick, Virginia. I always thought it was Brunswick, Georgia. Ugh. And it's a freezer clean-out stew. It's basically whatever you got at the end of the season, cook it up. It doesn't sound good. But it is good. Have you had Have you had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I simmered pork from the wild pig from our, ho- our, our hog hunt in Florida. Which shoulder was it? The one that I... Not the it? one you... There was no bullet hole. <laughs> was it the exit wound? <laughs> oh, look, oh, look. Listen to Mr. Wonderful now. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the, the root you shot? <laughs> I'll tell you. That root, I swear, that root jumped up. To save that wild boar's life. It might have. It might have. One of the trees from the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I was so... (laughs) What are you doing with those apples? (laughs) I was so caught up in my mental checklist of um, checking in with you, surveying the area, not hitting the feeder, putting my earplugs in, blah, 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 blah. And, blah, 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 blah. And that's why I shot the root. And then the next day, I'm like, <laughs> screw all that shit. And when the gun went off, I never heard it. No, you don't. When, you, when, when you're the trigger man, you never hear it. Oh, my God. It's weird because I was so much in the zone. No, there was, no. And we've talked about it, but the funniest thing, you text the group. I got 11 hogs in front of me. Oh my God! Should I? I'm shoot so him? nervous. I can't should and, I shoot him. And I text Not back, shoot. "So am I." <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous for you. Oh my God! Because I know how that is. I mean, here it is. Is okay. It, not everybody's cut out, and I'm not saying you're not, but not everybody's cut out to take a life. Born to kill. Right? You were born to kill. From Sweden, <laughs> you look. You were looking for reindeer. I was born to kill fish, but yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, and then put put them in vinegar and pickles. Gefilte fish. Gefilte fish. The Swedish version of gefilte yeah, no, pickled herring. Pickled herring. Yeah. Oh God, Christ! It's Sorry. like eating you. Sorry, old didn't boogers. Mean, didn't mean to make the listeners throw up. <laughs> right. But so my people ate some bad food. Oh yeah. Well, that's all they had to eat. So that was so funny when, you know, you, you were like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. And then the next thing I, I get the picture. but um. <laughs> And I went from, um, it, you know, they drop you off super early, so 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Oh, right? so, so I'm reading by flashlight 
this book my son gave me called the uh, the beer of Tampa. <laughs> So, so it's a, the history of beer. How about reading a book about killing hogs? Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't handle that. So I'm, I'm reading this book about the history of beer in Tampa, and I just got into the chapter about Bush Gardens moving to Tampa. And I, and I look up, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this skunk's coming in!" And these little baby pigs were running in, and they, they, they. Hop just like skunks do, and my mind's telling me, "Holy shit, I got skunks attacking me!" <laughs> and that's a big old warthogs are coming in. Yeah, they do. Like, they do. Yeah, they do grunt a lot. Shit. But the funniest thing was like when you and I were hanging out the day before, and I was looking through the scope, and you go, "Look how easy it is to kill a deer." And they don't move. Well, I told you. I said, that deer's going to be... I said, get used to get putting your crosshairs up on an animal. And here's a deer who will not leave for two hours. Yeah. And she didn't. No. You walk around, <laughs> never moving. And the pig was constantly moving. Don't stop. Just like a pig on AD, with ADD. Can you believe that was more than a year ago? No, yeah, I know. That's hard that to like believe. Two, two weeks of a year. I was telling somebody that story the other when I was in Punta Cana. I was talking about traveling with guns, and we've talked about that before. And how it's weird and it's funny when a kid comes up to you and says, uh, "Sir, are you in a band? Can I please see your guitar?" <laughs> and then the kid's father's looking at the gu- guitar case. And yeah, when it says Ruger and, and Browning and. Uh, Every ammo brand on there. Uh, how about how about on our way down when that lady was did like, your "Haircut today?" No, like, two no weeks ago. Shit, two weeks. Yeah, wow. I went. I you got your money's money. worth because yeah, I got my haircut today, and you, you did. Yeah, you got you got you got half of what I got. Like, no, <laughs> I don't have half of what you got. <laughs> Just saying. Let's count the roots. It's <laughs> oh, hurtful. Oh. Oh, you weren't hurtful, hurtful earlier? No, it was, it was funny when we went to Boston and the people were trying to get their, their baby carriages or something behind us. Yeah. And I opened up the case and I had my 1925 3030 and go, take care of my baby. And she looks at me and she says, take care of my baby too. <laughs> She's so nice. But no one, but that's, that's the funny thing about traveling through airports with these gun cases. You'd think everyone's going to be pointing at you and you're looking at you. No one gives a shit. Yeah, they don't even notice. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted the, to. the funniest thing, though, was when you cracked it open and the 44 Magnum was laying on top. Yeah. Like, everybody's expecting a long rifle. And there it was. And, there, and that thing's laying in there like, oh, that, holy shit. That monster. So, did I tell you my story when I came back from, I, I went to Oklahoma. For Thanksgiving to spend time with Colin, and we hunted a bunch. And uh, I was coming back, and I get to Logan, and I got my cowboy boots on that I bought in Oklahoma. And I I see the Logan Express, which is the shuttle bus to the the outlying areas, rather than park at the airport, right to the burbs. And I this Logan Express pulls up, but they typically pull up um, right near you when you're. Um, an arriving flight but this this guy got out and he was grabbing luggage he came in the arriving area on departures hmm. so I and he's all friggin frat something something got him pissed thing one. so he goes I go excuse me and they don't have it very well labeled and I or sign you know signage 
And I said, excuse me, where does um, Logan Express pick up? And he looks at me, and I, I knew I was back in Boston. Yeah. So he goes, what? What? I'm busy. Over there. And I go, thank you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm home. Oh, it's good to be home. I am home. Good to be home. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, these people, they're so angry. Oh, yeah, don't so. you just, isn't it just heartwarming when you, you watch the news and it's, it's Boston's the worst traffic, third worst traffic or fourth, whatever we are, and the, the third, first or second or third rudest people on the planet <laughs> right. and everything. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. hey, I'm home. Yeah, I'm home. God. Oh, man. So, dude, we, you know, great trip, great trip to Florida. I know we've talked. Oh, oh, oh it didn't even. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, you opened the beer and it didn't make a noise. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you're gonna you're gonna buy noisier beer? beer. Oh, fresher beer. Actually, uh, yeah, this one out of code on January thirtieth. This is out of code Coors Light. You gotta check that shit before you buy it, bro. I know. I just bought. Where did I buy this today? I bought this at. Uh, oh. At, uh, Norfolk Food Mart? No, Stop and Shop in Walpole in that the beer, the beer section. Oh yeah, they they got to tighten it up, mm. sons of bitches. Throw them under the bus right now, right? I'm sure, two weeks out of code. You, you call call uh, what's his name Aldo Coors or <laughs> Adolf 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 Coors? Yeah, yeah. Aldo. Oh, they Walpole. don't stand for that. No, well, no. You know, I Remember that? We only ship it cold. Well, you know, I worked for that big Miller distributor and back then Coors had partnered up with some of the big distributors and now it's Miller Coors and Molson right, yeah. they're all together but Fosters yeah sons of bitches they're all fighting Imbev which is Budweiser and right. the evil it, empire yeah. where they were owned by who Imbev yeah but where it's not Na- it's not Netherlands or uh, I don't know it's I think another, someone dirtier than that it's another podcast but anyway. we'll get, oh, you know what? That's a good point. Let's do a beer podcast some night. Oh, I'd love to. <gasps> right? We'll drink. Uh, we'll drink whiskey. <laughs> we'll drink whiskey. Talk about <laughs> talk <beer>. about beer. <clears throat> okay. You know. You know what? You know this new wine rack I made here, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. You, I know. I know. I went all out. Well, that was the, the this white on the left and red on the right, and I'm noticing that. The left is almost empty. It's got three bottles left in it. And that was almost full. What's the point? Someone's yapping your wine. Well, the point is that uh, Princess and her accomplice across the street. So they're drinking more red than white? No, no, no. They're drinking all the white, which they always do. But I can't believe there's so many bottles missing. I get the stinking hiccups, bro. Mm. That's not good as a podcast host. Well, I know. Some, some pub cheese will fix that. <laughs> so anyway, what, what are we going to talk about? We want to so talk about a beer summit. So, we yeah, so we're, summit. we're an hour in, and I, I don't want to uh, prolong our our um, listeners' uh, yeah, attention. but not them any more than we already have. But something that's hour. got my attention big time is uh, these forever chemicals. These, metals. Well, chemicals and yeah, metals, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So so these forever chemicals are are based on Teflon, mm-hmm. non-stick surfaces, um, waterproof clothing, 
Um, there's a, there's a lot of places they come from. There's nine thousand of them. Really? And the yeah the reason it brought the reason it came to my attention, I was up in Maine, at our camp, and Greg was pissed. And Greg Gaudet, good guy, very very in tune with everything that goes on in Maine. He's a he's a Mainer. And yeah, give me a couple of peanuts. I got I got the hiccups. I'll <laughs> fix it. So, so anyway, it appears that there's an area in central Maine from Waterville to Skowhegan. And listeners, look it up. Wow, that worked. Mm. Our peanuts, my hiccup cure. It worked on me. So anyway. Not oh, that we want to chew during did, our podcast. When I did the Heimlich on you, it really startled you. <laughs> so, it appears that back in the 1990s, mm-hmm. the state of Maine did a solid to all the farmers. They said, we're going to pull all this sludge out of the rivers. And it's so fertile that we're going to, we're going to, it's free, free fertilization. Oof. We're going to fertilize all your fields. Sounds great. Great. What they didn't realize with, of course, all the paper mills and everything in Maine, and that's what drove their economy for 150,000 years, all this sludge contained these forever metals, forever chemicals. Mm. And forever chemicals are basically these PFAS, I believe they're called. Um, Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. So PFAS... And there's a, it's, it's kind of, the, the acronym is kind of weird. They're, um, oh God, horrible, horrible show prep here. But yeah. so what they're saying now is that any of these areas that have this high PF, PFAS, pretty effing bad S, bad is, shit. Yeah, there's PFOS, <laughs> plurofluorocutane, pluro. Perfluorooctane sulfonic acid. Okay. That's one of them, um, which is high. And it's these metals, uh, these chemicals that get into your system and never leave. They get into your muscles. They get into, and, and, you know, for us, and we'll get into what the detriment to humans is, but they're saying that if you eat any, uh, kill a deer in any of these areas, there's a do do not eat edict on all these Deer, like you, you, the, the the levels are so high that you can't eat them, you know, it, which is obviously going to create issues. And it's not like it's not like um, you know the deer are, are showing they're showing um, symptoms of this. They're not like wobbling around. I mean, they're, they're fine. Not like they're, mad they're, cow disease, but right, it's, mad it's, cow, or, but it's or, in their uh, bloodstream. Exactly. It's, well, it's in their meat. It well, gets into yeah. the meat. Well, yeah. And then, then been... if you eat it, it gets in your meat. It's yeah. nothing you can cook out. Right. Um, yeah, PFAS. Um, and it's, it, you know what? And I talked to... Pretty effing awful shit. That's, that's a, that's, that's that's a, a that great acronym. I know. So I happen to, I happen to be... Man, in, I got my glasses on it. You are a handsome man. Thank <laughs> you. So I happen to I happen to be in the office today in a, one of our okay one of our one of our a little creepy but um, one of our partners from McNair, which is a um, 
paper company. Yeah. And they make, uh, you know, paper for, you know, like um, for pizza, you know, where they put pe- yeah. down for pizza and stuff. Where are and, they out of? Maine? Oh, McNair. I don't know where McNair is, but... but, but the, I bet they're plants in Maine. It could be, but they are PFAS free. I asked them, I said, I heard it's also on non-stick surfaces like, yeah. you know, Quinlon paper and stuff like that. And it's it's everywhere. It's in the water. It's in, and there's there's acceptable levels like everything else. But the state of Maine didn't, and that's what I mentioned. Greg, he's bullshit that the state of Maine didn't have the foresight to say, hey, before we go fertilizing these these fields, fields that Let's deer and shit. cattle are going to feed on, that yep. do a little scientific yeah, research and fucking do you do your due diligence. Yep. So now there's these farmers, and I've got all this paperwork here, and I'm not going to read it all. But these farmers are these farmers can't sell their their cheese. They can't sell their milk. They say eventually the milk will will flow through and and, and it will clear them out. But it's still in the cattle at some unacceptable level. And it's just unbelievable. And to that point, Noel, my wife, said sent me a, an article a couple of weeks ago that said, "Don't eat any um, native fish, not not stocked fish, but native fish to Massachusetts ponds." And it's predominantly in, on. So right here, state state ask people to limit or not eat fish caught at five Cape Cod ponds. Wow. Yeah, because of your customer. <laughs> but not that they're at fault, but the hundred years of, of having a base down there that, you know, they didn't know. You know, they didn't know, or maybe they knew but didn't care. But the water, you know, the, the, the levels of cancer on Cape Cod are just astronomical. But Right, because of the contaminants in the water. Exactly. A lot of which comes from... Lead and uh, ammunition and ordnance and you know what the big one is um, the fire retardant systems that they spray. Oh, that's what's one of the big ones in all these articles. Oh wow! And they say that if you eat one serving of fresh fish, you know, freshwater fish caught on well anywhere right now, Massachusetts, they're saying, or actually Michigan is the worst state. Wow. That and they get the most lakes. Yep, but they but you think about all the industry around there for 150 200 years. Yeah. And and the unknowing, you know, dumpage of all this bullshit into the water. That Terrible. if you one one serving of fish a week is like drinking contaminated water for a month. Thank God I hate Freshwater fish. And thank God I my, hate water. My mo- yeah, my mother did me a solid by cooking everything I ate, everything right? I caught in New Hampshire. Yeah, they're saying, so these PFAS, and I wish I could get the, so they're in carpeting, waterproof clothing. And I talked to a dude today who said, when you go buy new ski clothing, they'll say PFAS free. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how cognizant people are of it. Yeah, wow. Upholstery, food wrappings, personal care product, firefighting foams, and metal plating. So all this shit, metal plating being like Teflon. Yeah. All this shit is these 9,000 chemicals that just, are just, it is horrible. Well, I mean, I saw that documentary 
on Netflix on Teflon and three or DuPont. DuPont. And um, you know, I I my industry is uh, is maintenance chemicals and Clorox comes out with this Teflon bowl cleaner. And I'm thinking to myself, are you effing kidding me? They marketed that. They marketed the shit out of it. It was on the market for about a year. And then that was it. They pulled it. Because you're dumping Teflon down your toilet to keep the, uh, the right. porcelain from building up anything on it. And keep it cleaner longer. But yet your septic tank is just pumping out Teflon. Right. It's, 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 it's pumping out clean water. Uh, "Quote unquote clean water with but Teflon it's in carrying it. Teflon. Oh, that's the stupidest thing they ever came out with ever. So they they were this this farm and and now these these farmers in Maine are like, oh my god, I've been selling you know selling milk, I've been selling cheese, I've been giving vegetables to my friends. So to detox the this 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 family had thirty two cows to detox them. They must milk them daily and dump all the milk. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. And they said it, it's concentrated, but it... It only I takes mean, 35 years to milk it out of them. And they, they say they have had to kill, they've had to kill cattle. They've had to wipe out... Because, they, they, you know, they, they put this sludge down. And again, they thought they were doing a solid. They yeah. thought they were doing the right thing. And I appreciate that. But again... How about let's... That's the sludge. And yet you're pulling sludge from rivers that have been contaminated for 150 years yeah. by paper coming. And paper is one of the worst yeah. Yeah. offenders of, yeah. of, of aerial pollution and water pollution. Yeah. It just, it's just so unfounded. And that's what Greg Gaudet, and Greg, if you're listening, it's all, it's all good, kid. But um, Greg, you got us all thinking. I did a bunch of research, too, here in... Uh, there's too much to read. Yeah, it's got, too much to read. Charts but, and stuff, but oh, I, Charlie's got I read, flow charts. I read through the whole thing, and um, um, you know, talking about um, you know, there's other issues too. We're talking about the the main issues of uh, of uh, heavy metals in these. these well, the wild heavy metals, game right? Right. Is um, arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah. and they're talking about how uh, in third world countries, how when they shoot animals, um, uh, this lead gets into them and uh, these other chemicals and can cause some serious problems with the people that eat that. Yeah, and you know, they, there's, there's all kinds of controversy about, not controversy, but discussion about um, how much lead is left from a bullet and this and that. And that's that's pretty insignificant, but... But lead in the water, lead, you know, these heavy metals, and it, it, it's there. Yeah, well, this one article I've got here is talking about how uh, waterfowl and people shooting at it and the lead well, that, going into the water. 1972, they did away with the lead. So now it's all steel, but still, it's lead, it doesn't dissolve. Right. It's in the, it's in the mud and the, and the ducks and everything else. Are, but can I tell you? The waterfowl population has never been bigger because of that. Well, because of that and DDT, mm -hmm. right? Or <clears throat> outlawing DDT. <coughs> Excuse me. And you know so. what else is crazy is that uh, 
I'm looking at this chart here that shows South Africa, EU countries, Republic of China, Australia, New Zealand, and then the USA. And the acceptable levels of toxic metals in these different uh, uh, regions and countries uh, is unbelievable. The United States is the only one that has the acceptable level. is Because we give a shit. Oh, one. Because we give a shit. And <laughs> it's... Um, you know, in EU countries, 0.3 is okay. 0.3. But in the U.S., it's 0.01. Right, right. Um, no, it's because we care. And that's yeah. all, that's, that all goes back to the, the, the management, the, the, you know, management of game, the management and the attention. And, you know, everyone shits on us for this, that, and the other thing. But I'm telling you, there's a reason there's more deer and more wildlife population right now in the United States because of wildlife management and laws and rules and regulations. We all hate it, but you know what makes sense? You know what I couldn't find, though, is I tried to research why I had such explosive diarrhea from the... the um, venison you gave me that morning when we went over to help Mike uh, build his uh, Eagle Scout project yeah, in the I woods. I, you know what? That's I can't <laughs> explain that. And I don't know whether it was because it was too rich or because it had... Uh, <laughs> right, because it's rich. Cadmium in it or... Uh, cadmium? Cadmium or, yeah. uh, or uh, mercury or uh, the combo. All right. I don't know, but man... That lit me up. Yeah, it did light you up. Yeah, I had to hear about it. I'm still hearing about it, obviously. <laughs> I think that's why an accident coming home from uh, the trip up to uh, the no. camp. No, 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 no. No? There was no that game was a, involved. That was, a, <laughs> that was bad olive oil, Cad- according to cadmium. you. Cadmium. According to you. That was cadmium. <laughs> so, dude, all right, We so we covered some stuff. We covered okay. some he- right. heavy, heavy duty heavy stuff. Heavy metals. But we, yeah, heavy metals and heavy duty, yeah. and and the whole the whole PFAS stuff. Um, but again, I I met this rep today, and he's like, oh no no no, we have we have free a year ago. We have it was interesting. He knew exactly what I was talking about. Right. It was like timely. But I, I'd like to lighten it up a little bit. Me too. Little little, little Me too. trivia, not trivia. I guess tri- it's not trivia, but questions. And I I had I found a hundred. Found a hundred what? I found a hundred um, questions about animals, and I picked out thirteen of the best ones I could find. Uh, What's the matter? You gotta go. No, 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 no. I uh, last time I kicked ass on this. Remember? All right, hippopotamus. I when it was a pod or a uh, a gaggle or a gaggle or a group. So I'm I'm only I went with these, and I'm not trying to bust your balls. I'm just trying to. I know. This is this never. these Never are, embarrass your co-host. These are the ones that I found very uh, uh, inquisitive, right? Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. What animal has the thickest fur? And I have no idea. I, until I read this, I had no idea. So I'm not busting your chops. No. I'm just... The <sighs> thickest fur. Wow. You, you know... I'm going to... Th- you know, the You're going to think this out. I got well, no, you, the first thing you want to say is polar bear. 
But then you're like, no, 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 because their hair is full of a lot of air, and it's it's sort of like their hair is like a, yeah. a down. All right, all right. Yeah, okay, but that's so coming that's, up later. Yeah, so that's like, no, no, it's not the polar bear. <laughs> no, it bear. is. It's coming up later. I know, but you're thinking, oh no, so it's the thickest it's, fur. Yeah, so it's not. So that. who would need the thickest fur? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say a wolf, sea otter, which. Okay. Makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, They're in the, the cold water, water yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right, ready? All right. What animal has the highest blood pressure? <laughs> Me. These are good. These are good. Me and Me. you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Timo. <laughs> but think about why you'd have high blood pressure. What would cause you to have high blood pressure? So there's a, there's a cause and effect. My Not customers. you, but the animal. Not you. The animal's customers. <laughs> Uh, high blood pressure, altitude, uh, you're on it. Mountain goats or something like that. Giraffe. Oh, they got to push all the blood up there. Oh, yeah, way up there. Two eighty over one eighty. Up there, chimney. Two eighty one eighty. And they and they have the same number of vertebrae as a human. They have it's, seven. Yeah, so do we. Is that what we have? Yeah. And you think it'd be like thirty fifty five? Right. But All right. theirs are bigger than ours. So I'm going to give you a question now, but you've yeah. got to be specific about the this part of the question. All right. What mammal mammal has the most powerful bite? Mammal. Mammal. Ooh. Killer whale. Think Africa. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's the hyena. Hippo. Oh, the hippo, yeah. Hippo is 1,825 PSI. Yeah, they're bad mofos. So a saltwater crocodile oh, yeah, as yeah. an amphibian? Yeah. 3,700. Holy shit. And then the Nile crocodile, I got a, I got a stat of 4,500, but that seemed to be dispelled. Can I go for a minute? Yep. Can you? Yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill back. time. All right, I'll be back. Make it quick. So the next question, the next question is, what is the closest living relative to the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Think about it. Think about it. The closest living relative to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. I know it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Do you need me to repeat it? Wait, you okay? All right. All right. The, <laughs> the closest living relative. Living, meaning like now. The closest living relative to, to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. A turkey. I, I don't know if the bring it over. So turkey. you you said the turkey. Yeah, you're very very close. I know the chicken. Yeah, the All chicken. Right. I knew it was some bird. All right, I'm not I'm not as dumb as I look. No no no, you're definitely not as dumb right. as you look. I know. Where on the body? This is number f- number around five. Where on the body is a crab's taste buds? You're gonna get this. I, I think you're gonna get this. Well, think about know. how a crab does things. 
Well, I know. Well, they've got some sort of little flipper that shovels shit into their pie hole. What would you refer to those flippers as? <laughs> the, the pie hole shovels. <laughs> That's not what this scientist uh, called them. <laughs> I, you know, my college roommate was a marine biologist. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's coming in handy major. now. Is he, yeah. You want to call him? Yeah, I do. I, he was my lifeline for uh, a bunch of All trivia. Right. Can we go? I, I called him from uh, I called him from Tom's Tavern one night <laughs> playing trivia night, and I was getting my ass kicked, and I couldn't take it anymore. So I had to, I had him under the table. I'm like, John, what is... Um, uh, All right, I, by, by sodium carbonate or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes, that's uh, called the. Uh, no, they're in his feet. Okay, his feet. In his feet. Shit. This this one really struck me. What percentage of baby animals are raised by both parents? Oh, that's really low. Good call. Um, good call. Percentage. I'm gonna say. Five. Very good. Three percent. Yeah. I was going to go a little under, I'm but... I'm going to give you a win on that. All right. I, I hedged my give bet. I was going to think less than that, but I'm like, uh... This one threw me off. Wait a minute. I want to... When, when uh, penguins... Does that count when the freaking male brings the rocks to the female? That was another question. Yeah. What, what What gift does the... The male give they give a pebble or a rock, isn't that cute? Well, that's what my that's wife. So nice. That's what my wife claimed. I gave her when the he kids were born a rock. Aww. It wasn't a diamond. All right, dude. Mm-hmm. This is this one threw me because I didn't know this. Okay, what two mammals lay eggs? Ooh, um, what two mammals lay eggs? Well, you know, the, you know one of them, right? Um, Everyone knows one of them. Oh, sorry. That just made you feel stupid. You hear for public schools. As one of our neighbors once said to me. I'm going to give you one. Duckbill platypus. I was going to guess the platypus. Okay, so that's the platypus. Obscure, but yes. I didn't know there was another one. I uh, Lay eggs. Um, kangaroo? Spine. <laughs> Spiny anteater. Oh, I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. This is gonna be a quick one. All next, right, all right. Next one's a quick one. What is a male swan called? I didn't know this. Male swan. Angry mofo. Cob, like a corn on the cob. A cob. Isn't that weird? Yeah, no, that's never come up. All right. This here's a good one. All right. It's the fastest sea animal. Fastest. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, Mawahu. Nope. Sailfish. Yes! 68 miles an hour. Yeah, well that's a tough that's a close race. Oh yeah. No, well you know what? I don't think the Wahoo I, th- I looked at the top ten. I don't think Wahoo was in there. Really? Yeah. Because I thought Wahoo was the fastest swimming swimming fish in the sea. That's the fastest, nastiest fish in the sea. Oh, tasty too. Oh, tasty! And you know, I don't oh, eat I fish, love and I love Wahoo. Dude, I have to tell you, I had Wahoo the other night. Really, it was bad? wicked gamey. Oh, oh well, I made my oh, house stink. Yeah, well, I caught it right in Miami. Took it back to Vince's yeah, house, cooked it, this, and ate it. This and it one. Was, uh, I had two. I had oh. two fillets. I had to dump one. It was gross. Oh wow, wow! That's a bummer because that is, that is the. Oh, I thought. Oh no! To me, that's like the next uh, the, Wahoo Cobia. Mm-hmm. Wahoo Cobia. 
All right, here's this one. How many species of sea urchins are there? One. That's what I thought. 450. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was like one, two. I mean, it's a sea urchin. It's a little spiny little friggin' prick. No pun intended. How about this one? How many flowers do honeybees have to visit to produce one pound of honey? This... 482. Two million. That's close. Not really. <laughs> All right, I'm losing, I'm losing, my, I'm losing my audience here. <laughs> All right. All right, here's, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Yeah. All right. What animal has 32 brains? Oh, uh, I know the octopus has a ton of brains because they have eight in each leg, and then they have the one in their bulbous head, so they have nine. But what animal is it? It's got to be a, a spider. You'd think, right? Yeah. A leech. A leech has 32 brains. To, to make that little squiggly thing move around... To suck your blood. <laughs> right? You ever have one? No, but they still use them. I did. Uh, what color, and here we're back to the original, is a polar bear's hair? I said it's black. Their skin is black. But the hair is white. The hair is clear. It appears white because it's hollow and it's, it's reflecting... Light from above. Man, I ain't too bright. Nah, those are tough. I'm, well, you know what? So to prove that <laughs> Pesto Pete doesn't know his shit, maybe <laughs> next time you could come up with your own questions. Right? I'm in, how fun would that be? Yeah. As dude, a contributing editor. Dude, I'm looking over here at my old tackle box from when I was a kid. Yeah. And it says, member, bass. Bass Anglers Sportsman Society. Yeah, I remember that. How great is that? That's great. That's cool. Is that your tackle box? Yeah, it's, my grandfather gave big. it to me. Yeah, I know, it's it's cool. You ever looked in there? No, we're going to do that in a minute. All right. As soon as this After podcast we, is over, we're going to finish this gonna, podcast. Drink these beers and look in the old. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, that is a cool tackle box Grandpa gave me from the 50s. From the 50s? Yeah. Well, thank you folks for listening. Thank you, Tercy Mo, for thanks being for, here. Thanks for putting and hosting. You're hosting? Yeah. On a, on a remote? Yeah. Just got to clean up and get the wife's car back in here. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll take care of that. That's, that yeah, no worries there. But, but thanks for listening. Uh, again, reach out. If you have any questions, comments, uh, hit, the, hit the stars. Go to the fifth star if you could. And tell, tell us how much you like what we do. Um, reach out at Pesto Pete's podcast at gmail.com and Pesto Pete 24 on, on Instagram and check it out. I got about 500 posts, dude. I have 500 posts. So we got some music coming up. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Timo and I are going to have a couple of beers and, uh, we really appreciate you listening and thanks we'll be everybody. Back. Yeah. Thank you. We're we'll going to, be- we got to catch up. We we'll be get... back. We'll be back in about a month. All right. Peace Good out. Chat. And from, from Kelly's roast beef. Oh, Hopefully. hold on. We never we never mentioned our brat pack. Kevin?
Kevin from the Cape. Rich from Needham. Rich from Needham. Scotty the taxidermist. (laughs) And his MMA grad son. That's right. The Bish. The Bish. The Bish. We're covered. All right. Peace out, folks. Peace.